0: welcome to the lovability podcast my name is jennifer styers and i'm here to talk love relationships sex marriage and everything in between hello everyone happy friday uh so uh so welcome we uh we have a fun uh podcast today so i was just thinking as We are looking at all the vaccination stuff and all the, you know, the numbers rising a little bit. I started thinking we better, we better get you guys out there. We better get you guys some information and stress a little bit of urgency as to why you guys need to be getting out there and looking And making things happen now uh, I guess we just never know Uh, so uh, that's why I wanted to do the things you need to know about dating right now because right now things are in a really good place the pandemic actually changed a lot of things in dating for the better for you guys Uh, especially for you ladies and I can't wait to tell you why ladies but but uh, the pandemic changed a lot of things It changed a lot of attitudes it, uh, it shifted attitudes in men and women about relationships and their urgency uh, to get in one. They're uh, not wasting as much time as far as playing games. Uh, I have statistics from match about ghosting. Ghosting is down. I've heard that across the board on all of the apps that ghosting is down. People are taking dating more seriously now. And that's, an, that's a great thing. I mean, if it brought about anything, those people that were alone realized they don't want to be alone anymore. And it's made us change. And we needed to change. Honestly, we needed to change. So ladies... Uh, I got some good stats for you, and I'm super excited to tell you because for the women, you, women, we've always thought like, that there's more men than, I mean, there's more women than men out there looking in regards to dating, that women are more motivated. Ladies, Men are more motivated right now, so I have been saying it. I didn't have the stats to back it up. The only stats I had were my own, based on what I do, which is all dating. So it's a lot, uh, but I was seeing that all that the that the numbers of uh, men that are looking and serious and intentional were going up, and guys were literally guys are on fire about finding love in a relationship much more so than women. And I have some numbers to back that up, which we'll go into, uh, in just a little while. Uh, I want to, uh, I want to introduce my guest um, so I have Charles McMillan and I'm gonna to refer to him also some of you know him as Colin Tate he's been on the show before he is my friend in Atlanta that does coaching also uh, he's very focused on women and I love that thank you for doing that Charles uh, Charles welcome back to the lovability show today
1: thanks for having me Jennifer glad to be on
0: So Charles is in Savannah, Georgia today. We love Savannah. We know how hot and humid it is out there, but beautiful place. And I know you love the food out there. So uh, yeah, so thank you for, uh, thank you for being here. Okay, so everyone um we want to get you ready so that is uh our job today is to get you ready because there should be a fire burning underneath you and within you if you're ready to find love you need to be intentional you need to be present and ready and available which actually when i was talking to charles about this one point about being ready that was his number one his number one point that he said, I want to stress to people that they need to be ready. So Charles, why don't you, while I'm pulling up these stats, why don't you go into why, like what ready means? Like how do people need to get ready?
1: So when I think of getting ready, first of all, what you said is so true. Men are definitely, definitely being more intentional right now. And I know we're going to go into that, but women, I want you to ask yourself a question. If love literally knocked on your door today, literally today, are you ready? Meaning, is there anything else you have to clean up in your life? Are you? Is your credit where you want it to be? Is your uh, career where you want it to be to break somebody else into the picture? Is your house in order to where you want to be? Is your esteem in order? Is your weight in order? Again, all of these things will be relative from different person to different person. But the question is... With men, with the with it being hot right now, it's like a, we could call men a stock. It's like a hot stock right now where men <laughs> are Woo. becoming more intentional. So the question is, are you ready? If you knocked on the door, have you cleaned up everything? Are you over any past baggage? Do you have any emotional, physical ne- connection to some man out there? My question is, are you completely 100% ready? You
0: know that is a great point, and you know I was uh, match actually sent me uh, some statistics from it's actually B- a Bumble UK Bumble team put something mm-hmm. together. And it says half of adults surveyed are now more concerned about their looks than they were pre-COVID, uh, and less confidence with their less confident with their appearance. Uh, people, if you let yourself go during COVID make it happen. I mean, get back to the gym. This is why we're not confident. I can just tell you that it, I've talked to a lot of people, uh, about this and there's a lot of people that it, that will say, Oh, I put on the COVID-15. Some of you put on the COVID-50. So no. you know what, get back in, in the gym, G- you know, get your haircut, color, whatever it is that you need to do to brush up that goes for you guys too, by the way, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and get yourself ready again, get yourself prepared because if you're not feeling physically confident, you're not going to want to put yourself out there. I know that I'm putting a lot of emphasis and, and I want to make sure that we also get to the emotional part of it, which, uh, which Charles was just talking about, but we can't dismiss the physical part of it too, because if you don't feel physically confident, you're not going to want to get yourself out there and you're not going to feel good or confident when you do get yourself out there. So do whatever it takes to help boost your confidence again to get out there because that statistic uh, from Bumble doesn't lie there. So, uh, and Charles, just to kind of go through some of the things that you said too, you know what? We need to make sure emotionally we're ready, that we've gotten over that X, that we've done the work, that we've gotten the closure that we need, that we know. And you know what? Statistically again, though, let me throw some more stats out at you because this is important. This goes along with what Charles was saying 70% of singles are ready to put themselves out there this summer. So we're in the summer, 70%. Uh, 69% feel more confident in who they are uh, and what they're looking for after the past year, which was the statistic I wanted to bring up here. You guys had a year to think about it, right? You had plenty of time in lockdown to think about it. And so hopefully you got clear on what you want, what you're looking for, what you don't want, what your boundaries are, all the stuff that you need. Need to go out there and recognize somebody when they show up. And Charles, I think that's an important part of all of this is that, you know, recognizing number one, our patterns, what we don't need, what we should stay away from, but also recognizing what we do want because some of y'all were searching for the wrong thing, bef- you know, pre uh, pandemic, you need to make sure that you've got your list together and you know, what's healthy and yeah. you know what you're looking for. So you recognize it and co- can go after it when you find it. Charles, talk a little bit more, uh, about that from your perspective.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. You, you know, COVID was a reset for all of us. So Some of us took advantage of it. Some of us, uh, you know, uh, lost weight, some of us healed emotionally, mentally, other people did the opposite, they gained weight, they got more frantic, but it is so cu- it's so crucial that you're clear on what you want and what you don't want. And I was literally talking to a, uh, a former client on the drive up to Savannah yesterday from Atlanta, and I asked her a question, I said, uh, she's like 42 years old, and I asked her a question, I said, if your 20 year old self visited you right now would they be happy with what they see and she literally started crying because the answer was no and i said well what would they be unhappy about and she started going through all the various things that at 20 she had these ideas and these thoughts and these dreams and these wants and now here she is at 42 nowhere near it so that's a way to kind of do an inventory of your life if your 20 year old self came back to you right now men women would they be happy with what they see
0: yeah, that's a really good uh, question and a really good exercise. You know, I think uh, either there is that question like, what would you tell your 20 year old self? I've seen that and read that before. What would you, you know, what would you tell them? Take that advice because what we didn't know at 20, we should be wiser at, at 40 or 50 or 60. Once you've had relationships and you've had experiences, you should know better, and you should learn from them. If you don't, you're just going to repeat the same patterns with different people, and different faces. So it's super important that you learn from what you don't want, what you had. Uh, I posed a question on Facebook today: if you uh, if you had the chance to do it all again, you know, if you could rewind, would you do it? Would you choose that person? You know, mm. would, would you walk away? Was the question. You know, and it it was, it was such an interesting question uh, to me because I thought so many people were going to say, no regrets, you know, (laughs) I wouldn't have walked away. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, they broke my heart. It ruined my life, but I learned lessons. But Mm -hmm. a lot of people said they would have walked away. Great time to look. What, what didn't you see? Why would you have walked away? What did you learn? Great, great place to take a simple question and turn it into a lesson.
1: Correct. Correct. And, and like you and I spoke the other day uh, when we talked about urgency for men, from the man's perspective, I, I was telling Jennifer, I have so many friends that during the during the pandemic that were used to just having the fun, sleeping with women here and there, now they have to the worry about other than just putting on a condom, they're like, "Well, I don't want to get COVID," so it 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 made them understand the urgency because they're sitting in the house alone, right. lonely, bored, and they they they're ready. They are ready.
0: You know, I wanted to um, I, first of all, I want to say hey to everybody. I love having all of you on, uh, Elizabeth, Cindy. Greg Smith, great to see you here. Uh, glad glad you're tuning in. This is a friend of mine who just celebrated his birthday. Happy birthday, Greg! Yeah, happy birthday. Uh, Dave, Jamie, uh, welcome. Please, any questions that you have for uh, myself or Charles, please uh, don't hesitate to put them in the post. We love answering questions as coaches. Uh, so. You know, again, based, Charles, on what you said, so 71% of people, this is that match study, uh, want to be tied down in a serious relationship this summer. Only 7% didn't. Like, that's huge. I mean, serious relationship on online dating sites. Um, 65% are not interested in hookups. This is not you know the online dating we've seen in the past. Uh, so, uh, but 57 percent they confirmed they want to have sex this summer. So we sat yeah. long enough yeah. through the through the pandemic that everybody yeah. said it's a uh, it's a sex summer. So uh, hopefully you guys are uh, in relationships and doing that uh, and getting what you need, right? Uh, so uh, so anyway, I just I found the statistics to be to be confirming of what I'm seeing in matchmaking in the dating world as well, you guys are motivated to be in a relationship and I want to see you guys out I mean I'm not saying this now I actually do have a party this Saturday and I hope any of you singles that are in listening distance that can make it come out we're having it at oaked we have the patio we've got a band um, it's gonna be mainly seven to ten ish so don't wait till late to come uh, we we we're just we just want people to meet it's no pressure we just want people to come connect again through these connections and friendships is where love happens and a lot of people hook up at my events When they come and again it's not just about my events if you're not coming to my event then get out there it doesn't matter go sit at a restaurant bar and have dinner by yourself start you know start getting out there and putting yourself out there because you can because that face-to-face meeting is going to be everything so let's go into again another uh, Charles I'm gonna hit you back for another tip that you have for them so what else do they need to know as they're getting back out there and getting ready because The iron is hot so what other advice do you have for that hot iron
1: well not only to make sure you're ready but we we talked about this a little bit cleaning out any old emotional or physical baggage you have with an ex or a boo or a breaking case of emergency as i like to call it uh sometimes when you are and i explained this to one woman one time where she was asking me well men get to do this they get to sleep around and cut women off and move on And I I try to explain to her, women can't, you can't do the same things we do, just like we can't do the same things you do. We are not built to uh, emotionally connect with you through our bodies, that men can sleep with a different woman as easy as it is to tie our shoes or change socks. It it, it is nothing. And usually if I find a woman has that same uh, mindset as a man, where she can do the same thing, sleep with a man and not think twice, there's usually something else going on. Uh, from the past that leads to that, but I digress. But the thing is, I uh, is to let go of all that emotional, physical baggage, anybody that you're still hung up over, anybody you're still sleeping with, anybody that you're still wondering, are they going to come back? I, my, uh, Jennifer and I's biggest fear is 2022 comes around and you look back, all this time is wasted. You've seen people get together, get engaged, get married. Guys, men right now, we're not saying every man in the world is ready, but men right now are more ready than I've seen in the past. So that pandemic, it stirred some things up. So what we're trying to get you guys to do is have a sense of urgency to get your stuff together. Like I said, does it mean you have to be perfect? No, you don't have to have everything in your life to be a 10 before you meet your your mate. None of us have our, our lives, everything at a 10. But let's get some things to a reasonable six, seven, eight, to where you say, okay, if I am ready to bring somebody in my life and there's nothing I'm going to hide. And what I mean by hiding is all of us, uh, Jennifer, I'm sure you play Spades. You remember the game Spades we used to play in college?
0: No, but go ahead. You're a guy.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> Spades. So people listening have heard the game Spades. And the, the, the premise of the game is the Spades are the most important cards in the deck. And the reason I want to say space is that if you still have, quote, unquote, space that you are not ready to put on the table, meaning uh, things about your heart, things about your personality, things about your family, things about your finances, emotions, blah, 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 blah. If there's still certain things you're trying to still hide behind your back, you're not ready. Now, Everybody will not know everything about you. That's why I like to call those other decks in the uh, other cards in the deck, the two of hearts, the three of clubs, whatever. You won't know everything about the person, but those, those those non-negotiables, those core values about yourself. If there's something you are still afraid to put forward on the table because you are ashamed, insecure, embarrassed by it, you're not ready. So the point is, let's start doing the work. Let's dig through that stuff. Let's face it. and Let's get out there. Get your man, get married. Let's have some kids, let's celebrate, and let's have a great life.
0: I love that. No, you. That is that is really great advice. You know what he was talking about too is so many people that we saw as soon as things open back up. Do y'all know how many engagements and marriages there were? I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of people getting into relationships. This is a key time for you guys statistics everywhere. I mean, I literally have singles in America. I've got uh, some, some stats from Helen Fisher, who's the, who's a scientist and, uh, and, an unbelievable statistician when it comes to relationships and love. People are more intentional now than they have ever been. Do you hear everyone hear this men and women, ladies, men are more intentional than women are all across the board, every generation. I think the Gen Z and the younger, it's a little bit higher. Uh, Online dating is not as popular amongst the baby boomers. However, the guys are still, even in that category, still more intentional. Ladies, this is your time. You're not competing for a man. Get yourself ready. Put yourself out there. Like Charles said, you don't have to be perfect, but get out there. This is the time to meet somebody and to and to, to start getting life going again. People realized again what they didn't have, what they wanted, and it's it's time to make that happen. And also, as Charles said, you know that vulnerable side. Like you've got to show who you are. That goes for men and women. You've got to show that person who you are the only thing that's going to bond a man or woman to you. I would have said pre-pandemic that more women were looking for that vulnerability from a man, but now mm-hmm. the guys are looking for, from it from you too, ladies. Like You've got to show up. You've got to be vulnerable. You've got to be willing to talk about the things that matter because people aren't wasting time anymore. And that's the other key thing. Nobody wants to waste time. There's no more games being played. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there's games being played somewhere. The amount of games that are are being played are a lot less right now. People don't want to play games. Do you yeah. see the landscape is like hot right now for all of you that are looking? So if you haven't gotten yourself emotionally ready, if you haven't healed, if you're still uh, upset, angry, sad, hurt over an ex, this is the time to take to heal, get over it and make it happen fast and put yourself back out there right i'm a yes. firm believer in don't put yourself back out there till you're ready i think some of us need a little shove out the door right now charles you know what i'm talking about because we could sit and overthink this forever and say i'm not ready i'm not prepared but at the same time you've got to start moving it's you yes. can get in your head overthink and a lot of people ha- have gotten in that space cuz what else do we have to do for the last year but think? So, you know, you've got to sometimes get yourself out the door. So so push yourself, get out, and start moving and meeting and experimenting and talking to people so that you have that experience.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and like you said, it's, it's just get past the fear. Um, like Jennifer said, you don't have to be perfect. There's an old saying, the perfect is the enemy of the good. You're just trying... You know, be perfect in one area, but you're still lacking it. You just just get it to a point where you feel confident and comfortable enough to move forward. And on, on the other hand, just just get past the fear. So, what I would like some of you guys to do who are listening, you you know there are things about dating you don't like to do. There's certain things that are uh, that you're hesitant to try. You feel for the fearful to try. Some of you are, are hesitant and scared to try online dating. Some of you are hesitant just to go out. Some of you are hesitant to do you know, just go to a meet and greet or go to the party. Uh, Jennifer's invited you guys to because you have all these thoughts. What are, you know, what are people going to think? You know, know, I had one person ask me, she had an issue with eating in front of a guy. And I said, what do you, why do you, why do you struggle with that? She said, because I don't want him to think, wow, look at what she's eating and blah, 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 blah. And I had explained to her we're not 18, 19 years old anymore. Now, when you're 18, 19 years old, you have no stress. So yeah, you can you can pick apart everybody's physical appearance and all this crap. But anybody who is 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, everybody has weight to lose. And everybody's a lot more on their plate to worry about. Kids, finances, divorce, mortgages, parents, death. I mean, it's I said they're not they're, he's not paying that much attention to what you eat. So I use that example too. Some of you listening are so in your head that you are thinking the things that really embarrass you, that everybody notices it. And until you point it out, nobody's paying attention because we have a lot of other things on our plate right now. Now, if we were 17, yeah, maybe we'll notice, but I'm 42 years old. I don't have, I'm not paying attention to all these little intricate things that a woman is insecure about. So get past it, work on it, and get out there and do the things that you know you're afraid to do. Make a list of all the things that, That you're scared to do when it comes to dating, and let's start doing it that will push you past some of your issues.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. You know, I was uh, talking to one of my clients yesterday, and we were talking about how she's in her head, so she's on a date with somebody. And I know she wouldn't mind me talking because so many of us do it. They're on a date, but they're not present. They're worried about, oh, well, he looked in that direction. So what is he looking at? He really doesn't like me. You know, maybe he wants to leave, you know, or, you know, we 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 just get in our head about things. We start thinking about maybe something they said, overanalyzing it. Maybe they're talking about their ex. They're worried about them being, we've got to stay out of our head and be intentional when we're meeting somebody and, and instead of being insecure or having questions, ask. If you have a question about something, ask it. Don't be mm-hmm. afraid because that's what sparks a real conversation. If people are more intentional about dating, then they're gonna want to be, they're gonna want that to, to be close, to be more, have more intimacy. Intimacy is that deep conversation. They want to hear about what you've learned about yourself, they want to hear about your past. To a, to a point, obviously, from a the most positive elevator speech uh, standpoint, you can. Uh, you know, they they want it. They want somebody healthy sitting in front of them. But you you want to be vulnerable, and you and you want to make sure that you show somebody something about yourself inside that they can take with them to feel like they've made a connection with you. If it's all external, this is what happens when you guys leave these dates and you go, well, I don't know if they were interested or not. I don't know. I couldn't tell. I mean, we had a good time, but I didn't know. If you ever walk away from a date like that, you weren't paying attention. You were in your head or you were somewhere else besides in that date because you should know if a person's interested. There are, there are signs that a person's interested. There are connections that are made there's things that happen when somebody's interested if you don't know if somebody is interested in you you weren't present in paying attention and that's everything and the minute that you become present it gives them permission to also because if you're nervous if you're somewhere else if you're in your head if you're worried about what you're eating <laughs> um, or or how you look or your extra five pounds or you know the roll in your belly or you know what I mean I mean just stop it Stop over analyzing yourself. There's not a perfect person out there. Everybody's got their stuff. And hopefully they're just being just as uh, forgiving and graceful as you're going to be as well, right? Correct.
1: Correct. And I love what you said about uh, two things I want to address. Number one, let's take the pressure off. You know, my dad, I, I, I can still remember my dad talking to my sisters when they were, I have two older sisters. I can still remember him telling them, you guys are going after your dates like you gotta pay bills, and so he was. They were like, "What do you mean?" He said, "It's like you're going on a job interview, and you know if you don't get this job, your lights getting turned out tomorrow." And that's the way you treat it. You treat it as if if I this doesn't work out, it's over. Take the pressure off. A first date is just to determine should there be a second one. That's it. You no know, walking them down the aisle. No interview questions. You're just there to get to know this guy and to determine if. Because remember, I told you guys when I was on here last time. You have the power. Again, all you don't think you have the power. And, and, and it's that it's that hidden secret men love that we you guys don't realize. You have the power. There's a reason I got my hair cut before I went on my first date with my wife. I took a shower before I went on the first date with my wife. I washed my car. I went on the first date with my wife. I bought a new shirt the first date before I went with my wife. It's to impress her. It wasn't to impress my friend Jason, it was to impress my wife Gloria. So that's number one. Number two, I addressed to you guys about, Jennifer said about knowing whether or not someone is interested or not. You should never walk away from a date questioning if he's interested or not. If he didn't invite you on a second date, you have your answer. If you don't hear from him again, you have your answer. Remember I told you, if men are simple, if we want you, we will tell you, there will be no guessing games. You women sometimes make the mistake of looking at his mixed signals and trying to rationalize the mixed signals the mixed signals are the answer next time a guy is giving you mixed signals and you're not sure think of the most beautiful woman you can think of just scarlett johansson whoever and just say would he do this to scarlett johansson absolutely not so he shouldn't be doing it to you and if he is doing it to you he doesn't view you that way find a man that looks at you as his quote unquote scarlet your whoever but a man that treats you the way you deserve to be treated that's it's still it's, it's quite simple
0: yeah and and guys from that perspective i mean i i get you're more intentional i mean statistics are showing it we see it uh follow-up guys this is super important if you're interested don't be afraid to put yourself out there or afraid that you're you know coming on too strong or that you know you 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 can't ask her out on a second date yet because you just finished the first date and will you seem too desperate Stop men and women stop getting in your head about that. Do what your heart tells you to do. Do what you feel like doing. Stop going by guidelines or what you think you should do or you know a, a, or some rule game some rule book that you've read I know somebody said the other day like when I talked about games somebody said well every you know rule book or whatever coach tells you to you know that there's strategies there's not strategies there's your heart and your soul and if it's a real connection you'll follow that uh, if there's day, games uh, involved right go ahead yeah
1: my, my first day with my wife went to a park here in Atlanta and we had such a good time I asked her out right there I said hey what are you doing tomorrow And, you know, she said she's busy, but she had another date, which was good. You should should have, I shouldn't have been the only thing, the only apple, quote, unquote, in her basket. And she learned that through previous experience, putting all her eggs in one basket, thinking this guy's the one. And then in two days... He is in witness protection. You can't hear him. You can't find him.
0: Amen. I just talked to somebody about this yesterday. Ladies, stop doing it. Ladies, stop doing it. Ladies, stop doing it. Hopefully, you will hear that. Ladies are the ones doing it. If you're online dating and you meet somebody and you like them and you go on a date and you like them, do not get off online dating. Stay on. Keep your options open. Two reasons, number one, you put way too much pressure on yourself and that gentleman you just met by throwing all your eggs in his basket. He didn't ask you to, right? He didn't ask you to make him your priority. Plus the pressure you put on yourself to to make that relationship work is going to doom you in the long run with your attitude and your actions because of all the pressure and expectation you have on that poor guy. Mm -hmm. So don't put your eggs in one basket, date around, let yourself get to know different people Mm -hmm. and keep your options open so that your attitude and your expectations stay low. And it makes love really easy to, you know, when it, when it does show up, it makes it really easy to allow that, energy to happen and to move because it's mm-hmm. natural, it's not forced.
1: Yeah, like, like one person, one girl uh, that I'm friends with, she told me, uh, I don't wanna seem like I don't have anything else going on. Like the guy will call and she'll pretend like she's busy and won't pick up the phone. And so I asked, her, I said, well, why don't you just pick up the phone? Well, I don't want them to think I don't have anything going on. Well, you don't have anything going on and that's the problem. You need a more full life. So when people have to play quote unquote games, that means their life is not full. Because when you're legitimately busy, because you have such an enriched, full life that a man is just supposed to add to, not create your life. He's just adding to it. You don't really have a life. If you're putting all your focus into this guy, then that means you he's the only thing smoking. You're not even out, you're not doing enough work to get out there. It's yeah. just like a job interview. It's just like any anybody who's in a job where it's about production, sales. Uh, getting numbers, the first person we get to talk to is we don't go crazy and think, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get this sale. No, we talk to 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 other people. You need to look at dating the same way. And if you're not, if you only have one here, one there, you're not doing enough to get out there. Because a lot of women, out at LA, as I've seen what you guys look like because I look at some of the posts after the show. A lot of you guys are beautiful women. None of you are just looking like mongols and you know 800 pound life tlc looking women come on you guys are good looking women so i know you can have more than one guy chasing after you but you have to put yourself out there
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you use the analogy of the job, and that's such a great analogy. If you've only, if you're looking for a job and you've only got one offer on the table or you've got one, you know, prospect, there's a lot of pressure on that prospect. But if you've got multiple job offers and you're in a position where you, you know, have leverage, you have a mm-hmm. different attitude. It's the same thing with dating. So we take that out of that perspective and put it in another, it, that goes for you guys too. You know, I, I do think, and I'm gonna say this because I do think that it doesn't go for the physical aspect of it. No matter how many times you've watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you shouldn't be sleeping with five different people and telling everybody you have feelings for them. That's not what we're talking about here. Uh, you know, that's television, that's not real life, and that's really not what you should do ever, anyway, television or not. But, you know, it's it's more about, you know, get intimately and trying to get to know somebody to see if that person matches you because you're not trying to be the right match for them. You're trying to see if they're the right match for you, and they should be doing the same. And if we're all doing our job, it all works out perfectly. Perfectly in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that show. And, and I, I love this show. My wife and I watch it. Uh, Married at First Sight. I'm sure everybody has seen Married at First Sight. It was in Atlanta this past season. For some reason, every time they're in Atlanta, they get the craziest types of guys. But anyway, I digress. Um, all of those people, if you watch the show, once they get with these couples, after about one or two, three episodes, you start realizing, gotcha. That's why she was single. That's why he was single. And one of the issues I have with the show is they put them with the person they need to be with. They do. They put them with what they need. But I was telling my wife the other day, these the, the, the your partner shouldn't be your psychiatrist at the same time, like getting them to work on their own issues and try to make a marriage work because not their job. That's why so many of these marriages uh, don't end up working out. But ladies and men, I get it. You don't want to do that work. You want somebody to do the work for you. When it comes to finding love, there's just no layups. I mean, they're true. Do some people win the lottery and become millionaires? Yes. But if you a 100 millionaires right now or people you know who are very successful, nine times out of 10, they had to do it the hard way. And you, you just, you got to do the work. If I, I'm sitting up here telling you from a guy who was insecure, who was dating the wrong type of women, who was dating out of dysfunction, looking for someone to have a certain look to compensate for how I felt about myself. If I didn't do that eternal work, I wouldn't be on the show. I would still be single. I would still be blaming women. I would still be in those chorus of men, of friends that I have, and men that are out there that do this, that say women don't know what they want. Women are materialistic, blah, 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 blah. Sounds familiar, because sometimes women say the same thing about us. Do that eternal work. God has sent you teachers over the years. God has sent you messengers from the men you've dated, your family your friends Jennifer and again I'm saying it's not easy to hear but just do the work it will work out for you in the, in the in the long run.
0: Yeah, you know, that's an interesting point because as a matchmaker that's that's what I do. I give people what they need and mm-hmm. then it, it's interesting to see that you know they'll tell me, well the, you know that's not what I date. That's not what I that's not the kind of guy that I like. Or that's not the kind of girl that I like. Exactly. Because what you're doing is not working. So you've got to try something different. Not that it's going to work out all the time, but a lot of times it does. Because you have to do something different. If what you've been doing hasn't been working, you've got to change it up. And that's key here as we are getting back out and we are in a time with that things are so intentional. People are ready. They don't want to sleep around. They're not looking for a hookup. They're looking for a long-term relationship. These are the statistics, guys. They're, they don't lie. If you're not finding them, then you're the one that needs to do the work because you're you're either not ready yourself, so you're going to attract not ready, or you're not looking in the right places, or you're not looking for the right people. It's They are out there. I can say it's been happening in my world just because this is what I do. I can tell you people are not playing games as much now. Are they still happening? A little. Um, I would say amongst more of the younger generation. However, even the younger uh, generation are still a lot more intentional about finding somebody. And they're not wanting to hook up as much. This is the hookup generation for multiple reasons intentional dating as well as a pandemic that people are afraid of, you know, getting sick. So we've changed our evil ways. Thank God. So, uh, so we've got to take advantage of this and make sure that we're on our game and getting healthy and ready. You know, Jamie had said, you also have to be honest about where you're at mentally. The sense of urgency has implications on those of us that took the time to get ready. So yes, correct. The worst thing is, is getting ready, being open and vulnerable and, and prepared, and then meeting somebody that's not. But the quicker you can identify that, the better off you're going to be. So just as Charles and I are talking to you it's so important that you learn to recognize what a healthy person would look like mm-hmm. what would they act like how would they be so you cut them loose from the very beginning so you don't get stuck in these long-term relationships with somebody who's not ready or prepared or in the same place as you are right
1: yeah yes uh, and, and in my book there's a character called the bs and he is known to just Lord, I mean, he'll string a woman around sometimes uh, 10 years. When, and, and I had one woman say, but I've been with him for eight years. And I'm like, but you want eight more years of this? It's it's a wrap. Let it go. It's it's, it's done. So, yeah, you don't want to waste time. Get in. Try to get to know him. If he's not what you want, then move on. I mean, just, just because he, here's the thing. When you get married, it, things will change. Don't think that the person you're dating now is going to be the person you're going to be married to 10 years from now things are going to change. And I'm not saying in a bad way, but you're going to have to deal with someone losing their job. You have to deal with someone getting sick. You have to deal with parents who may have to move in. All these things nobody seems to think about when yes. they're dating, but you just got to ask yourself if things got hard. You, you remember what the, what the what the pastor says at the uh, altar, richer for poor, better for worse, sickness, and in health. For some reason, only people hear the better, the richer, and the health. There will be worse, there will be poor, and whatever the other one is. I forget the top of my head, but that you you have to remember all of that encompasses. It's not just going to be richer, better, and in health. It's going to be the other one too. You got to ask yourself when it gets bad, is this somebody that's going to ride with me? And you all know there are people you dated that you know your bad times are when you got sick or lost a job or now your mother has to move in for a month. It would not have been a good day.
0: Yeah, you know, that was interesting to see, you know, as a counselor during lockup and when people couldn't go out and they weren't traveling for their jobs and they weren't leaving the house and they weren't spending that time away and doing all their men, doing all their activities with their guy Mm -hmm. friends and women with their ladies and all these separate marriages and relationships that people Mm -hmm. had when they were forced to spend time together wow like they they realize like this is not my person like i don't even know this person or i don't like spending time with this person or uh you know maybe years of being emotionally disconnected and not having that emotional intimacy they realize that they didn't have it and they want it so Mm -hmm. there was a lot of that brought to the surface it gives us all another opportunity though to find what we're looking for and that's really the important thing in all of this is we need, to, we need to be intentional and aware of what we're looking for and know ourselves so that when we do find that person, who knows what's gonna happen as Charles set up the road. We don't, we can't predict the future. Nobody could have predicted what happened in 2020. But guess what? If you're gonna have to be locked up with somebody or or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say locked up, whatever. Um yeah. If you're going to have to be with somebody and that's your person, that's your person for life, which is really what it's about anyway, make sure it's a person that you like, that you're compatible with, that you're not just in a relationship just so you're not alone. I guarantee some of those people are more miserable with that one person in their life than they ever would be alone, right?
1: I'm telling you, you, when you go back to those couples, you just mentioned that, that struggle during the pandemic, but that, that's because the distraction was gone. There's no more distraction. It's kind of like when a, a married couple's children go off to college and they leave. There's no more, there's no more distraction. It's, it's just you. So when it's just you, you really learn and really discover uh, 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 what this relationship is all about and who you're with. But yeah, it, 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 it's time, ladies. Just let's let's get to work. Put the urgency on. Stop playing around. If there are things you know you have to take care of, let's not procrastinate. Let's not put it off. Trust me, I get it. We all procrastinate in other areas of our life. Matter of fact, start writing a to do list. This is something I do every day. I write a to do list of things I need to get done, and at the end of the day, I cross out the things that I didn't did, that I did get done. And I do that every single day. And what happens is the things that didn't get done, you know, I write it again the next day and the next day. And then I start seeing a pattern that, huh, it's been five days and I haven't tackled this. What's going on? So let's do this. Let's make a list of the things that you know you need to do in your dating life to get ready. And if you notice that day by day by day is not getting done, then there's some, there's some kind of uh, blockage there. We need to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah, you know, I think I've told you guys a million times that you need to make that list. You need to make a list of all the things that you're looking for in a potential partner. Uh, You know, and and I know I've heard people say, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to miss out on something. I don't want to put something on there and, you know, realize that, you know, there's that, that, that. I've gotten too narrow-minded or too picky that's not what mm-hmm. it's about it's about really being able to recognize that person when they show up uh, and so everybody should make a list of And again if you haven't heard this before and you weren't on the lovability show earlier in the year where we were talking about this this is what goes on the list who is this person describe them what is their energy like their personality like what do they dress like what do they feel like what how do they treat you what kind of things do you guys do together what are their hobbies what's their lifestyle what's their attitude toward you uh you know things that they might do for you if you're a physical person that you know you have on there that they're very affectionate and touchy and they know how to uh express a verbal effort and verbally affirm you whatever it is that you need Whatever you visualize for this person that you've always wanted, sometimes it's from what you didn't get in the past, but make a list and there should be at least 100 things on that list, at least 100. Uh, And again, try to stay more away from the physical. I know there's some things. that people are picky about, like teeth. You know, if you're a teeth person and you need somebody who has a great smile, and that's super important and a deal breaker for you, put it on there. It's okay. It doesn't make you superficial. If you're not going to get past it, then you're not going to get past it. Uh, but uh, but make sure you make that list because I think the the main thing is, and I I am going to stress this a lot today as we already did you're going to miss this person there's a lot of people that that maybe don't initially personality wise job wise looks wise they they're not your person they're not the kind of person that you're interested in normally you have to be able to recognize the other things that that attract you like maybe they're a big family person right maybe they have a a depth to their soul that you need and want you've got to start looking deeper for things in people so you recognize potential when it shows up because i think too often people brush off the right person or miss the right person because they're looking for the wrong one they're looking for their bad patterns and the things that they've always gone for and you've got to be open-minded maybe love looks different you know and it probably actually it probably does start dating outside of your box of what you're used to you know I, I tell the story you know when I when I got divorced I did I had I went for the most charming, good-looking guy in the room. I walked in and I found him. All the women were around him, and that's the guy I went for. When I grew up and saw my pattern and realized I didn't want that guy that came with all the all the baggage that that guy comes with, I started finding the guy that was that was quieter, that was you know that that was not the star of the show in the room, and started getting to know that guy and dating that guy. I'll tell you, I swung back in the middle. I mean, I didn't stay with the. With the wallflower guy, but you know, we met somewhere in the middle and that's the happy medium because I realized the traits of this one and this one that I liked that, that I was able to bring together to make a full complete list. And sometimes you do have to date outside of your box to realize the things that you like because you haven't experienced them yet. Right.
1: Yeah. And I love the list you just had. And I think you went through about 15, 20 things before you even got to look And that's so so important ladies too when you're making your list if looks and how much money he makes and all these external superficial things are so very high on the list and we, we, we got some work to do because you know looks is not enough to keep you in the game it's just not enough it's like somebody spending all this money on a brand new car yeah after everybody's oohed and odd over it it's just a car and that car note is coming around fast and furious and think about, again, I love using work analogies. We've all had somebody you hate working with. Imagine if you had to live with that person. Imagine that person was your roommate. That's what marriage is if you don't do this work. It's Absolutely. that work that you can't stand is now living with you.
0: Absolutely, yes. Uh, you know, so uh, Karen said shared core values. the super important, people. This is where, again, we miss the boat on a lot of this. You've got to see where you're lined up and where you're not. I mean, big things like family and kids, Mm -hmm. right? If you're with somebody that is, you're not on the same page, it's not a judgment. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're a family person. They're not. You love kids. They don't. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just, you want kids. They don't. It's just where you are. It doesn't make it right or wrong. Doesn't make it good or bad, but it does make them not for you in the long run because- when you have your core values spiritual family values uh personal values these the, the our values dictate our life everything in our li- everything we surround ourselves with Uh, And the things that we value, like your, like when you were talking about that to do list, chances Mm -hmm. are the things you keep pushing off the to do list aren't important to you for whatever reason. Yes, it may be a block or it may just be not a priority. So you've got to look at the things that are important to you and build your life and your relationships around those.
1: Correct. Correct. And so and again, just when you do that work and you. that list together making sure that it's built off of a healthy solid foundation because we're we're trying to get this marriage thing done once we're not trying to do this two three four times if you do it right you only got to do it one time that's it no more you out the drama you have your partner you're good to go but if you don't do the solid work then marriage will not be fun it's there's a reason i can count on one hand including my own uh, people who have healthy happy marriages they didn't want to do the work. And I'm telling you, you've got to do the work. Not to get too spiritual here, but when you get married, imagine your relationship is a cup of water and there's dirt at the bottom of it. It's just, it's been there for your entire relationship. When you get married and you're saying those vows in front of God, my mom used to always say, the two people listening when people are about to get married. God's listening, and that man downstairs is listening. It's as if that cup is getting stirred up, and all that dormant stuff that you guys have pushed aside and let didn't address is coming to the surface, and it's getting real. So, like I said, do the work, and you will be in a wonderful, beautiful, happy relationship. Don't do the work. Your roommate will be that coworker that you all have that you can't stand.
0: Yeah, and you're losing out on precious time right now because if you haven't done the work and you're not ready, and you're in this hot dating pool right now of people that are ready and looking and intentional about love, you are missing the boat. I to I want to try to close this up by reading something from Helen Fisher again, Dr. Helen Fisher. She does a uh, heads up the Singles in America survey for Match. This woman is brilliant. She really is, and the science and uh, and, and that they put into the to their. Uh, to their uh, surveys are great but she said recent events have led singles to want more from dating a desire for a relationship over casual dating more meaningful conversations and more honesty and transparency during the date that sums it up in one pretty little package right People want something authentic now. They realize what they need, what they want, what they didn't have, and they're looking for authenticity. So you better show up that way. Enough of the games, no time to come in and not be healthy and whole and ready and prepared. And show up, show up and get out there. Speaking of getting out there, um, I think we have a flyer. Uh, Guys, we've got an event. So it's this Saturday. If you're in Dallas, it's at Oaked. Uh, it's at Oaks barbecue on Greenville Avenue we've got the whole patio life band we're giving away uh between uh, the Juveau, uh Evelis people uh, they are they have donated uh, and uh, uh, dr uh, uh, D- uh, Dean Kingston is uh is going to be injecting it we've got Juveau. um it's like it's like the new uh upcoming better than Botox Newtox. Um it's what I use by the way Botox doesn't work on me but it this is what I've always used since they came out. I love the product. We are giving away two, two, uh, facial treatments, whole facial treatments, uh, $500 value one for one man and one woman at the event. So make sure you're there. I mean, I, it's not just about physical appearance, but you know what? We all could use a little help right now. Right. Uh, so, uh, we want to do something special and, uh, you know what? These are great people. Doctor, doctor, uh, at Kingston, um, she's a friend of mine, so I'm trying to per- be professional with her name. Dr. Kingston is is so supportive of the single community. Uh, Evolus, you know, being a new new company, great small business. Love supporting small businesses. They are they are coming in to take over the Botox, uh, you know, community. So you know what? I love supporting other people and people that support us. So uh, so let's let's get out there. Let's be more intentional. Let's Let's feel more beautiful and confident. Let's let all of our past and our baggage go. Let's get closure on the things that we need closure on and move forward. You know, this is about our lives now. We have a perfect opportunity in front of us. Let's make it happen, people. Get out. If you're not coming to my party, I get it. It's okay. If you're out of town, I know a lot of people are traveling. If you're in other states or other cities, that's okay. We know we have people that watch uh, nationally. I don't care where you are. Get out. Get out and let people see you. Get out and meet people. out and talk to people we don't know what our window is going to be hopefully it's forever but we never know so get out there make it happen uh thank you for tuning in to the lovability show we bring this to you every single week uh, because we love you and we want you to find love so uh so we will see you next week and charles thank you so much for joining me again people love you and we will have you on the show again for sure you're you are a friend of the lovability show
1: Perfect. I enjoyed it. Anytime. Ladies, get out there. It's time. I'm excited. This is your year. Date, date, date. Next got to ask you out that you normally would say no to, just say yes. You never know. If it doesn't work out, he may hook you up with his friend down the road. It has happened. I've seen it before. Give it a try. Yep.
0: Thank you. Thank you for joining us. See you guys next week.